This is the Game Day on Rocky Top Podcast. I'm Joel Hollingsworth, and I am with Brad Shepard. Brad, how are you doing? I am doing great. It's game week. It is game week. Um, we're all feeling good about that. And uh, I'm going to ask you the same thing that I asked Will, uh, which is, what is the last thing you, that you ate? What is the last <laughs> you, you thing You weren't that expecting that, were you? <laughs> Believe it or not, this is a horrible, horrible answer for that question. <laughs> we just, I actually just ate chicken from Long John Silver's for the first time in like two years, and it is not a good thing. <laughs> so you only have like a half hour before you need to go, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It was, nothing sounded good, and so, um, yeah, I don't really know what possessed me to do that, but... Um, <laughs> Long John so Silvers so good, will get you, especially the the hush puppies. Man, there's nothing better than a good hush puppy. Man, you know, I love that place, but then I hate that place <laughs> after a little while. <laughs> it is true. It's, it's bad, but maybe it'll be okay. I'm hoping. I'm hoping so. <laughs> All right, so Vol's stuff. Um, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Will on uh, Monday, uh, and that is, Basically, what what are your what, what's your top expected outcome for the Tennessee West Virginia game, and then what are your backup plans? And and here's what I mean by that. I'm I'm gonna tell you my answers just so you can, because I probably didn't explain it very well. So, um, I have run my uh, Statsy preview uh, thing, and I was surprised that it only gave West Virginia an edge of between three and four. Um, I was surprised because the line is still nine and a half to ten and a half. Although Will told me on Monday that um, the S and P uh, has been updated uh, to only four and a half, so maybe there's something there. Um, not sure, but anyway. So, so my um, most expected outcome is West Virginia winning by three or four points. But I also think that because there's such a potent offensive uh, passing team that if they find a weakness and just keep exploiting it over and over and over again, they could run away with it. So that's my second most expected outcome. Uh, But then third is that because I think it's going to be a three or four point game that also gives Tennessee the opportunity to maybe steal one in the end in a close game. So my, my expected outcomes in order are one West Virginia wins by three or four two. Mm -hmm. West Virginia runs away with it, uh, and three Tennessee pulls out a close win. So, what, what's your most expected outcome, and then what are your backup uh, expectations? Yeah, I mean that's that's a great question, and and I've I've given it some thought actually because I'm I'm trying to figure out, you know what what do I what do I go into Saturday expecting? I mean I know you know kind of from my from my own personal expectations. There are two things I'm expecting about Saturday. Number one is it's my little boy's eighth birthday, so I'm hey. expecting to be frantically running around crazy. And you'll be eating on cake. Saturday. Yes, I'll be eating cake. And my my number two thing is that you know it's going to be my first. It's it's my first kind of foray or bleacher report into doing the winners and losers column, which essentially turns out to be about twenty slides. So it's gonna be a hectic, <laughs> crazy day for me. Um, and I've actually got some. Uh, my buddy David Uchiyama in town from Asheville. So that's going to be bonkers. That whole day is going to be crazy. Um, I am going to watch the Tennessee game. I'm going to watch 
I, I'm sorry. Every play of it. I, I have I have advice for you. I just have to jump in. Sorry. You should soak your cake yes, in yeah, five hour in. energy. Just like soak it. <laughs> I need I need to do that because I'm gonna have to get up at seven to get to the park and get everything ready for the birthday, and then I will absolutely be up until at least two a.m. I mean, at, that's 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 the drop dead. I mean, so I mean that's like the I mean I say the drop dead. That's the earliest that I'm gonna be. So it's gonna be just insane i mean awesome but you know like i said i'm i'm absolutely gonna watch the tennessee game every play of it there's no way that i that i that i would miss that game simply because you know obviously because i'm a tennessee fan but but secondly because i have no idea what to expect i mean and and that really excites me i mean i i didn't ever think as a reporter i mean as somebody who lived that life i didn't ever think that i would enjoy not really knowing what to expect but it's kind of fun this year because, and, and and to kind of that that's that's kind of my long intro to answer your question. But I agree with you as far as what I what I think my most expected outcome is. I was thinking um, that the line should probably be about five or six. Um, so I'm thinking you know somewhere right around in there three to three to six points that West Virginia wins by by three to six points. Um, that's that's kind of what I expect only because, you know, I, I don't think, I mean, the game really kind of feels, and I know it's, it's a, it's a different type of team um, than, than Northwestern, but the game kind of feels Northwesterny to me yeah. just because I, I don't really think that anybody knows, you know, really, it's just such a, a clash of supposed styles that we don't really know what to expect. And I don't think that Tennessee is going to have a decisive speed advantage like they had in that Northwestern game. But I also am not sure that Tennessee's not going to be able to just, I hate to use the word dominate because coming off a four and eight season, you, you don't dominate anything, but that Tennessee is going to be able to, I don't know that they're not going to be able to successfully run the football against West Virginia too. Uh, Cause I, I think West Virginia's defense is not that good. So I, I, the only reason why I would give West Virginia the edge by anywhere between four and six points is because I think that Tennessee doesn't really know how to win games, and and that's going to maybe kind of you know spill over a little bit at least until they get their footing. So I think that's my most expected outcome is a close loss. My second most expected outcome though is Tennessee winning the game because I really believe, um, and, and and not running away with it, but winning a close game. And it's because I really do think that Tennessee is going to be able to move the football and score points against West Virginia. I, West Virginia's best win last year came against a, an up-and-down Iowa State team, and I know that we really couldn't gauge what kind of football team that was later in the season once Greer got hurt. But even though they were a dangerous team at times last year with Greer, they also were were never a very good defensive team. And also, they they weren't very good running the football. So I'm I don't know that that West Virginia's balance is going to be where it needs to be. And it all kind of you know it all kind of kind of hinges on Tennessee's ability to slow down the pass. So you know whether whether the the young cornerbacks are up to up to speed, whether Tennessee can generate any pass rush. But I think that Tennessee is going to do is going to be able to control some possessions behind an offensive line that I think is going to be much improved. And and a running and a stable of running backs that I think that it's going to pleasantly surprise us this year. So my second most expected outcome is that Tennessee actually 
pulls through and, and wins the football game. And then third most expected is the is like you said, kind of your second is that you know that that we're just overmatched in the passing game and that you know we don't have enough bullets with Garantano to 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 you know to be able to match them in a in a shooting match. And so, but I, but I really don't think that's going to happen because I think the the contrasting styles actually the Tennessee actually has some some things that could be that could go their way. I, I don't think that Pruitt's one to blow smoke and he didn't blow any smoke in the in the in spring when he didn't say much and he was very he was not very pleased with Tennessee and he seems pretty pleased right now. I don't think that he thinks this is a great team, but I think that he is I think that he feels pretty good about their competitive edge about their development about their growth as a football team and yeah the the change um, in tone has been very mysterious hasn't it it has and i and 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 this is not you know as i said this is not a coach that that comes from a pedigree of of pump and sunshine his dad is not that kind of guy as we've learned throughout some interviews um some articles that have been done his dad you know is a, a longtime high school football coach saban obviously is not that kind of guy Pruitt was not that in the spring so i'm a little excited it, it it seems at least on the surface unless he's just excited to play football and and kind of get this year out of the way and i do know that he's told some recruits hey you know that it's going to be worse this year than than what it's going to be at any point during my tenure but i, I feel like that might be just kind of buffering things just in case um but he he seems quietly confident and and maybe not quietly confident that they're going to win this game but quietly confident that they're going to be sneakily better than what a lot of people think um that they're going to be and 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 maybe that we're giving credit for i think that he's played this game of 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 us really not knowing what to expect to perfection and and if there is a little games gamesmanship um on saturday then i think that benefits tennessee so they're underestimating our sneakiness, is what you're saying. I'm hoping that that's the case. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, work, I, I definitely would not go out on a limb and predict Tennessee to win the football game. Yeah. But I also don't think that it's far-fetched at all to think that, that we could be 1-0 coming out of that day. So suppose um, that one of your top two expectations happens, that uh, Tennessee loses a close game or maybe even wins. How does that impact your expectations for the for the season, uh, or does it? It does, it, and I, and I said that today. Um, um, in speaking with some friends about uh, who asked me exactly that question, it, you know, I, I think that that we're going to tell a whole lot about this team on Saturday because if they can come out and, and beat West Virginia, then I think that they're going to have a lot of confidence in themselves because this is a game. This is a, a, a game that nobody really expects them to win. Um, West Virginia is a top ten team in some publications. They're a top twenty team in essentially all publications, and you know this is a team that that's that's dangerous offensively. A lot of people are predicting big things for them this year in the Big Twelve. And and if Tennessee comes out and wins this game, I I do not think Florida is a good football team, and and I. I like Dan Mullen. I think Dan Mullen is a very good develop, developer of talent. I don't think he's a great recruiter, but I think he does a good job of, of, of maximizing the players on the roster. So I think Florida's going to get better as the year progresses. I think they've got the same quarterback um, question marks that Tennessee has at this point. And 
I don't recall, and I don't, I don't think anybody will recall Florida having very many offensive weapons. And Callaway's no longer there, and and you know they they don't have a they don't have a lot of players that we know on defense. They always have pretty good a pretty good defense, but offensively, they're kind of like Tennessee in in that they're searching for playmakers. And I think that there have been a lot more positive vibes coming out of Tennessee's offensive. Hey, we may have found some things camp than Florida's and so I'm not sure that Tennessee shouldn't be favored to win that game in Knoxville and and so that's if if Tennessee wins this this game this week I think that you could see um some positive momentum early in the season if they lose the game like a lot of people are saying I, I could see this team going two and six and and having done out to make a bowl game and so I really do think that this game and the Florida game are the two biggest swing games of the season, and and it's going to determine a whole lot about the makeup of this team, the progress of this team, and whether or not this team um, can can make it to a bowl game. So you heard it here first. Brad Shepard says we're going to blow out West Virginia and then beat Florida. Absolutely. Yes. All yes. Right. I thought I got that right. I actually, I actually would pick Tennessee to beat Florida. I think I'm going to pick Tennessee to beat Florida – if even if if one of those first two scenarios happen, and if Tennessee okay. gets blown out by West Virginia, obviously are things out of the. I just don't think Florida's that good. I think they're going to be fine once Emory Jones gets his footing, and he, but he's not he's not the quarterback. I mean, they, he's not even one of the top two quarterbacks. Um, so I just I think that they're kind of fitting a square peg into a round hole kind of thing with with Franks or Trask, and um, I just I don't see that. I don't see them starting out so well in Florida. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's. I think this is going to be a tough year for them. Is that the only sort of upset you you uh, are sort of anticipating at this point, or do you think uh, South Carolina too, or Missouri? How you feel no. on those? No, I think South Carolina is better than Tennessee. I, I I really like Bentley. I really I like a healthy Debo Samuel. I think that that. Defense is going to take on the mentality of Muschamp. I picked them. I just got finished writing a five thousand word SEC preview and and doing a lot of research on it. And and I, I really I really like South Carolina this year. I think I think Georgia's still going to win the East. And I really hate saying that I like South Carolina because I really don't like Muschamp. And I, I don't know that there's any. I don't I don't think there's any longevity, any staying power in the in what they've built. But I like. It's kind of like the Missouri window. I think South Carolina and Missouri could, could either one of those teams could really kind of break out and have a really good year. Um, but then, you know, once once Locke goes pro next year, it's kind of like, okay, what next at Missouri? And and maybe maybe South Carolina's got a couple year window with 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 Bentley if he if he comes back next year, which I think he will. I don't think he's a pro prospect yet, but um, the, you know, I. I like that team a lot better than, than than most. I don't think that they're explosive offensively or anything, but but I think their defense is going to be sneaky good, and I think that they're probably going to finish second in the East. So another sneaky reference. You're feeling very sneaky <laughs> this evening. A lot of a lot of sneaking going around this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this edition of the Game Day on Rocky Top podcast. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. You can find us at uh, SoundCloud as well. Um, if you're listening via TalkShoe, what are you doing? We're getting ready to disappear. So uh, 
make the track, make the switch over to SoundCloud, subscribe via iTunes. In that way, uh, you know, it, we just follow you around. So you don't even have to worry about it. So just go do that. Also, while you're at it, give us a, uh, a review. Give us a rating. Uh, bonus points if you say something nice about Brad. Um, yes, please. Because, because we know that's very difficult. Did you did you read the transcript <laughs> that I said that before? You didn't, did you? No, I didn't read that. Yeah, we we, we yeah. You'll have to go back and listen to that. I, I figured I you would have heard it because, you, or I figured you didn't hear it because I figured you would have given me a call uh, while you were driving <laughs> your car after I said that. But anyway. Uh, no, so yeah, I, I need to I need to go see that now. All right. So uh, subscribe via iTunes. Um, we're having a shorter podcasts this um, uh, this season, shorter and more frequent, two or three a week. Uh, we might also have a longer one with the whole gang together. Uh, so again, just subscribe, and uh, we will automatically pop up on your uh, commute to or from work. So for uh, Brad Shepard, I'm Joel Hollingsworth, and this has been the Game Day on Rocky Top podcast. All right. All right. So, uh, got Long John Silver's kicking in yet? Oh, no, but I see a lot of, a lot of people, it affects the, um, <clears throat> the other way. Yeah. To me, it just it gives me really bad heartburn and indigestion. Oh. I mean, like, I'm, like, really... You know, airy belches and stuff. <laughs> right, well, let's hear it. It makes, it makes me feel not very good, but it's not kicked in. I'm hoping that I really, I had like a, I had like a twitchy. I mean, because I was just really not that hungry. We went to Nashville this weekend. I went to a Taylor Swift concert last night. I didn't want to bring that up because it calls into question my manhood. But, um, <laughs> it's all right. Oh, what a, I, I admitted watching and, and really liking it. Yeah, it was a really good concert. It was in it was a